are and welcome to a private edition of the Friday Night Movie <laughs> podcast. It just just already sounds like it's the wrong gonna, impression. We're going to talk private schools. I don't know what, what Becky and Lily were thinking, but today <laughs> we have an expert. We have Dr. Cedra Smith, PhD, a, a both a student and professor of many years, professor since the 90s in a private school. All right. So we are we are thrilled to have her here. We are going to unpack one of the greatest settings in the history of film and television, the private school. But before that, Becky, how's everything going? I'm still recovering from Farpoint that we did. From Was that one, only a week ago? One afternoon. One afternoon. I am still recovering from how uh, how wonderful that experience was, and uh, I'm I'm really happy we did it. And I need yet another nap. I don't know. I've like lost my my. One Baltimore Con and then drop Becky into a half day and she was rocked. But I will she say did far have surgery not long ago. It's, it's true. <laughs> well, like three months ago. I, just, I had surgery uh, 15 years ago. Like, what are we talking about here? Uh, the the, the Farpoint was a lovely convention, wonderful people. And I want to, uh, we saw great friends of ours that we see in the Comic Con scene, including Jay and Better Backstories. And we saw Violet Verse and her incredible family. Violet Verse surprised us with one of the greatest things in the history of podcasting. Like, I don't think it'll get better for us. Like, I, I don't think that it'll is ever get peak. better for us. It's almost, it almost makes me a little anxious that that's it. We've reached our peak. That Violet surprised us during our podcasting for kids session, actually throughout the day during our, during our panel and then later in full homemade Friday night movie cosplay. First, she walked in as the waffle, Lily, everything, the red scarf. The I black. saw. And it was very I, emotional because Lily just, wasn't there with us. I wasn't so. there. But but I do have to say, is it rude to say that I think that my costume was the best? I mean, that she I did thought the, the pancake. Best. So then. I, I, thought I mean, mine she looked so good. the paper bag princess. She did I mean, the paper bag princess. She did, but the, I looked the, at mine and I was like, that is how I would have crowned. Won. Like, that's how I imagine my cosplay being it was perfect then she did the paper bag print for us which she presented her panel on cosplaying for kids in in, in my obviously she like yours the cosplay. best and then well, during our podcast mine's the most kids. breathable <laughs> the that's true that's true you can, uh, only what you can talk in <laughs> then she true. came in with a full giant papier-mâché three-tiered uh, pancake three-tiered pancake it was the most yeah. amazing thing and because of this amazing surprise, we're, we're cooking up, we're cooking up, I would oh. say a sequel to this endeavor with Viola Verse and her family, but we were so touched and so moved. And that was maybe the, that was the greatest moment ever. And then we've got South by Southwest. Now, when this, we're not sure when this episode will have aired. So either after South by Southwest and oh my God, it was amazing. Go back and listen to the episodes or South by Southwest is coming. Listen to the episodes. Uh, uh, <laughs> not a hundred percent sure there's a lot there's a lot to do the other big thing though that's happened and we you know people always want to know where in the world are mom and dad well where are they they are back with lily lily's got double barreled in-laws at her house right now she's got all the in-laws i just, had my, in -laws. Hair, I just got, had my hair cut by my spanish in-law 
Um, she noticed it's wet because my mom-in-law cut my hair. I was like, I'm about to record a podcast. Best, I can't have a haircut right now. She was like, sit down. The best <laughs> so ever I was the first down. time she cut your hair to like she teach you a lesson for dating off. her son. She put, my, she put my hair in a ponytail and she cut off the ponytail. <laughs> And made you cry. And, and I, my hair was really not the length the of like to donate my hair to somebody that you would cut off a ponytail. It's, it was like, it's probably of, the best hazing of, uh, yeah. you know, of any mother-in-law do. of all time. You were like, um, kinda, you looked kind of like Jane Fonda in nine to five when you got that one. <laughs> I should be so lucky that that's what I looked like for God's sakes. Um, and it was a hundred percent hazing because since then she's cut my hair really great. So it was absolutely to terrify me. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, but it's great. It's great having all the abuelos in one place. That's, Almost all of the abuelos. In that's one place. awesome. I noticed that Dad has already taken a nap in the street. In the yes, pictures, Dad yeah, has taken one, a nap at down. breakfast. <laughs> at breakfast too this morning. He just mom turns to me. And she goes, "Oh, your dad's napping." <laughs> I just go, ah, "I guess he is." Look, He's I have a sunny spot. He sat in a sunny spot. He cocked his head to the side and schlipped it out for about if i that age and you are making me do as many things as that man has to do i will poor man i go i'm sitting next to dad and i go hey dad um how was that train ride overnight (laughs) mom made you do last week (laughs) right from from florida florida to virginia (laughs) you're 72 right did you turn 70 was it 72 and he goes well um and mom's in earshot so he's trying not to be mean and he just goes well, the bed is harder than you might think it would be. And the room, you might think it would be. He goes, and the room is a lot smaller than you think it would be. And I go, no, no, I would imagine a cabin on a train or whatever, a bunker on a train or whatever it is that you get your quarters on a train. I would imagine they're pretty tight. And he's like, yeah, we it's brought a, a lot of stuff and mom had a lot of stuff. So it was a lot of stepping over stuff. And and I was like, that's it. Just sounds awful. He was like, I I'm not, I don't need to do it again. It yeah, is I'm a skimble shanks so. the railway cat situation. One and done. Well, the things people do for love. What we do have to thank mom and dad for is they were very invested in our education. They were. They sent us all to some form of private school. We'll get into what we what each of us went into, but we're always grateful, mom and dad. They are the best. And with that, I'm going to hand it over to Becky, who has brought us this amazing guest in Cedra Smith. And Becky, take away, take it away. Well, take first us of all, back to private school. Cedra, welcome. Hello. Thank you. Hi. Hi. We're so we're so excited to have you here um, because I I think Shy Lily and I, you know, this is a really good reality check for us to have you on to discuss this. And we talk a lot about high school movies, coming of age movies. And, um, and a lot of, when you really start to dig in and research it, you, you remember how many of them take place at private schools. Um, and so to kind of set the stage here, I want to play around a best adapted description so we could bring Cedra into each of our worlds and help her understand what kind of schools we each went to by describing our schools using only references from movies and television shows. And then Cedra, if you would like to join us in a round, we would love to hear your best adapted description of where it is you work. We're not going to ask you to name the school, you know, itself, or or maybe not where you've currently worked, where you've worked previously, whatever. Or maybe you're comfortable where you with. went. Maybe where, where you, you went. went. Where Just you went to, to school. school. 
Yeah. Right. Why are or- you trying to get Cedra in trouble, Becky? Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm a bit feisty that way. I like to stir the pot. Um, or where you went yourself. Um, so I'm gonna describe, and so Lily actually has the benefit because she she switched schools midway through high school. So she did a couple years at the one that Shy went to, and then a couple years at the one that I went to. But I was uh, I was gonna do the one that we went to. We went to okay. So Shy's is so it. good for the one that him he and went I to, went to yeah. that that. It should just lay that stay. So like I, that. I would describe uh, LCC. I can say that L- right on the podcast. Oh, Lower you can. Canada College. Lower Canada College. Which is a preparatory ha- school, is a prep school. The, the houses of Hogwarts are as serious as the Dead Poets Society. That's my that's my description because we did have this like weird house system. Lily, I think it was actually introduced maybe even after you left, but we did have like the old boys and the houses of the school and you know, very like magical appearing, but then on the inside, it, it was a pretty serious place to be um at times. Uh, although I don't remember much poetry if I'm if I'm honest. Do you remember actually learning any poetry? I, no, was, I do. It was pretty it was a pretty good education program. It's like very yeah, I, it was like a very good education. <laughs> yeah. And and I so I was thinking to wait, call describe our, that you oh. had to wear uniforms with oh yeah. We had to, oh right, we sorry. Had to, yeah, yeah, that's it, that's like, why that's why those two references because we had to wear the uniforms with the ties and the kilts and the like blazers. The and it it really did have like a you couldn't Hogwartian, take your blazer off. You could if you were seated. You were if you were seated, seated in class, class, you were allowed yeah, to take it off. You yeah, sat you oh at lunch was in a giant Big dining hall, hall like wooden hall with the with the portraits of all the headmasters around you and you sat at a table and you had like the foods I mean it was like real it was Hogwarts without any of the magic maybe that's a better way of explaining it and <laughs> and much that's what I had run down and I felt so bad that I deleted it <laughs> I was like, because it wasn't bad. It was more no strict magic. than it was magical. That's true. I don't That's remember. Yeah. More strict, it was very strict than it was magical. What a description. <laughs> right. More strict. It's a, I mean, it's magical. a great school. I'm very happy we went so there, happy. but it was it's bizarre when you look back and think. Lily, anything you'd like to change or add then to my, to so my description? Mine was, it was school ties meets gossip girl, except with just nerds. So, and, like, so are you saying it was like slightly anti-Semitic? It was a like it was like a little. It was like a like little a, bit of that. I like, feel like very... it definitely used to be, but then by the time we went right. there, there were tons of Jews. Like my favorite moment from high school, truly, is during Passover, right as lunch is starting. The the headmaster getting up and saying, "Please leave the." the passover crackers for those of the jewish faith because they had served matzah and it was just and oh, all of the non-jewish like kids ran to the front and ate all the matzah and, and all the like, jews awesome, like, we, don't, we don't need I that and we don't need that um Disgusting. yeah except so i feel like it does have that like school ties vibe and then not just because of the end it's not about not so much Listen, like don't say but that just, like they're going into trouble for I, I don't mean because of anti-semitism i just mean of like that sort of you know, like, I feel like there's a lot of like good looking kids and there's a yeah. big deal about the sports and a lot of jocks and, you know, and, and people coming from money. So I think that there was that environment. And then there was sort of this sort of like saucy undertone, you know, like the girls hiking oh, yeah. up the skirts rolling and the your skirt up, rolling like your skirt up. And there was that, that gossip skirt girl. But again, most of the people at our, I would say anybody at our school, you had to study really hard to go there. So it's not like you can just, 
you know, get Dorota uh, to do your paper or whatever. I think, I, I think the like, other people thing really is, did work hard at that school, and there were people who went to be extremely successful. A lot of Olympic athletes. I feel like the, my the school was no joke. Was much kinder. The, the other, the other thing. <laughs> like, the other thing I, loved, I led a great time. I really like this goal. The other thing that's of, really important here is that you were among the few have dragged this school. Like, I don't, Lily. I, I'm the one who I had a great time. I loved it. it but was, the other thing, great you, art you, department, I loved it. You failed to remember is that you are failed to note is that my year was the first year, not not my year people my age were among the first women ever to go no to no school. your year so y- but, right, but it wasn't my year, year in seventh grade it was my year in whatever grade in, a, in like 11th it wasn't grade. it wasn't 11th in, grade. it wasn't in like high school high school started in seventh grade for us like it so lily and becky were among the first groups of women ever to attend this old boys school which was yes. pretty amazing it was really and when when we arrived there it really still was an old boys school now it's quite different but when we got there it was truly in an entire or an my entire grade school. there was only at uh, the first year i think there was only seven or eight girls in my entire yeah. grade so that's so. that's the thing now my all you school- had to say was the word period and you could do whatever you wanted <laughs> those <laughs> Those I didn't, stuffy teachers I didn't were like, do, go, go, ba- go, whatever, ba- go home, just leave, whatever you need. I did not do gym once in five years. <laughs> so how about I describe mine yeah. since I, I read wildly different. So first of all, I would like, I would like it known that. So when I, my parents want actually wanted me to look at this school as a potential school. when I graduated Solomon Schechter and they took me on a tour and the like guy with the tie and the seal on his jacket asked me, as he's showing me the hockey rink and the tennis courts where you have to wear your There whites. were no tennis courts. Well, they probably said there were tennis courts were. across the, the city. And there were. Tennis Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, there he were. said you they have to wear school. your whites. I, I will forgot. never forget. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Sorry, you I forgot about that. Whites. We did have tennis courts. And then he asked me, so what's your favorite subject? And mom and dad are like waiting for me to say something, you know, really intelligent. And I said, no, I said, Hebrew. Got any Hebrew here? And they definitely didn't. And then mom and dad were just like, okay, this isn't going to work. So I ended up going to Herzliya High School in Montreal, Herzliya Snowden, which I would describe as Animal House at the Wonder Years Brad Mitzvah, the recent Wonder Years Brad Mitzvah episode in 2022. If you mix that with Animal House, that is what it was. It was at one on one side, like a very traditional Jewish environment where we learned Hebrew and Talmud. And on the other hand, it was total chaos all the time. The the skipping school, the running, the, the, the pranks, the pranks. Our, our entire pranks. graduation was like the parade at the end of animal house, uh, just total <laughs> yes. wanton destruction <laughs> in the Shar Shemaim synagogue. I think it was the Shar or the Shar Zion synagogue, whatever it was. It was it was it was bananas, but but we wore it like a badge of honor. But it was such a disaster for my year that mom and dad took Lily out and put her in, in the other. <laughs> yeah, school. I went until grade nine or ninth grade, and then yeah, they we had like a we had a talk about it. <laughs> they were like, I think, you need to I go to a real thrive. school now. I think you'll thrive better somewhere else. So, Cedra, please, please, have, yeah. I hope we've given you enough juice here too. Well, it's funny. Um, I uh, went to school in a city also. And I say that because sometimes you see these private schools on TV and movies and they're like out, you know, in the country somewhere, right? So I took the subway to school every day. And just now I was thinking there's something about my school that was a bit of um, um, 
like uh, Constance Billard and uh, Gossip Girl, mm-hmm. Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was a girl's school. But just now I was thinking about that movie Kids, which obviously had boys in and we not that it was like that right like there was nothing about the horrible stuff that happened in kids Whoa. but the or, but the freedom that people had right like we took the subway like I took the subway to school every day and like I had a whole social life like between my house and my school <laughs> with kids. went to other schools and stuff right so the, the kids and kids did things we did not do but they just had like freedom you know um and something about uh, First Wives Club came to mind when I was thinking that's, about um, that. Sounds amazing. But um, yeah, it was it was um, and and then Prime of Mr. Dream Brody, which I don't remember except some like prim little lady. So you know, I went there from middle school to high school. So it was a lot of years, and things evolved over time. Um, but we could wear what we wanted, so we didn't have the little crusty oh, thing that's, you all that's have. Nice. except cool. yeah, we could no, not wear blue sure. jeans right so we used to wear oh yeah jeans were criminal no. in, yes. in elementary school for me in my yeah. high school you could wear whatever you wanted also but then no we would wear like pinstripe jeans which were in style for a while in the 80s and Those we were like oh, wow i had a pair I had a pair in yeah. college. The handbook said no blue it. jeans. So we had pinstripe jeans. We had like green jeans, handbook. black jeans. Yes, the yes. Handbook. Yes. Oh, the handbook. Like yep, yep, yep. That was that was it. But yeah, it was it was girls, girls, girls. Yes, yes, it was. All day. And mostly female teachers. And then like the one, you know, like young guy who wasn't actually that attractive, but like because he was a young male <laughs> teacher, everybody like had a anyway. Right. Well, and they ours had were mostly male. Our yeah, ours were mostly male. But and you then went the to a one... school that had been a boys' school right, for say... 150 years. Right, right. Really so ours I were had... mostly male. And then uh, there was the one sort of like younger guy back. And you remember uh, 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 Mr. Shrimpton, who's so yeah, tall? Yeah, no. And then we and his, and then we all found out that his actual name was Courtney, and everybody was like, "What? That doesn't make sense." Very con- no. I think for the for the Goyesha kids, it made sense. Just it makes sense for one, us not a name that make any know. sense. And and I fell asleep. Wait, hold on. One time, and he, he taught history, and he was like the cute teacher. And mm-hmm. I it was in Canada. We grew up in Montreal. It was so, they put that, they crank up that heat because it's like minus <laughs> thirty outside, and you're wearing my God, you're wearing like a button down blue shirt, a tie, a blazer, usually a sweater and, under the blazer, and like a too. sweater under the blazer because it's so cold. And like they crank up the heat, and I just casually leaned my head on my arm, full on fell asleep, fell off my chair, <laughs> dragged the kid sitting next to me down with me, like fell onto him, fell on the floor. So and it seems to me as I go to, yeah, anyways, I'm just saying I embarrass myself I, for Mr. I, so it seems that m- movie portrayals of, of schools and, are and your, and, and your experience are 100% in line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100% yep. in line. So, um, Cedra, being that you are the foremost expert on, at least on this podcast about private schools, how accurate would you say are private school portrayals in TV and movies? Like on a scale of Lily's created a scale, a, a yes. scaling system. Okay. On a scale of, of one school of rock. Because it's 10. like the idyllic, like perfect, wonderful situation, I think. To, right? to well, 10. Of, school of rock school is perfect. 
well, in I Lily's mean, like, mind. Who wouldn't want to go to that school? Okay, yeah, uh-huh. that sounds, that sounds to, so to fun. To ten Riverdale, but Riverdale is not a private school. No, it's so. it is. Mm-hmm. It, it, if you look into the Archie verse, and this I went is, deep this is how into you know the it's written by someone who hasn't watched the show. Okay. Lily just. I went pins. deep into the Archie verse wiki page, and they say that in the lore, it is eventually turned private by the help of the teachers and like a bunch of rich students apparently um tony and cheryl make it a private school because it was going to close so because every because how many kids are murdered by adults in that school every (laughs) year a lot like a lot of kids the teachers Mm. are poisoning people there's a gargoyle king no wonder they closed. The only way it could survive is to be a private. So, using so I think we should very just precise right using this very precise scale mm-hmm. um, or, you know, uh, and you can elaborate on Lily's yeah. uh, very uh, scientific scale here. You can even elaborate on it. And we're just wondering how how accurate are these portrayals, you think? I would say that. um you know, I'm an I'm an English. Uh, you know, I I read a lot of literature, so I'm gonna get to your movie scale. But the first thing that came to my mind is that uh, representations of private schools on TV are about as accurate as representations of high school are in Sweet Valley High, the little <laughs> young adult novel book three, which is not Fair. very um, movie. Um, mm, what's like? Two not one notch below Riverdale, which is not a private school. Um, like, uh, ooh, mm, I don't know. I'll say since you picked another not private school, um, what's the one, uh, 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 West Beverly. Was that what oh, it was? Oh, Becky and I were, yeah. West oh my God. And I were that, talking that, about that West Beverly. That was a public school, though. That's a public school. I know school, it was, yeah. but so is Riverdale. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Lily. Yeah, I feel like I feel like then Gossip Girls, whatever. Then then Gossip from, from School of Rock to Constance, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Constance uh, that one's pretty Billard. bad. Constance Billard. Billard. Yeah, it's that um, one's pretty. That one's bad. pretty horrendous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say, um, let's say it is as accurate as. Mm, yeah jude school yep because that's what gossip girl right didn't the school merge later like the boys right. it's the like a boys Jews. school and a girl yeah. yes we'll say that just because it's very accurate mm-hmm. oh yep. it is you would say that the gossip girl gossip girls school- oh, okay joking. okay this is this good thing you're here because i'm yeah. my mind was being blown so it's you not know, accurate. Here's, here's the problem there are actually so many different types of private schools and um well, we're, yeah, we're going to get into that because yeah. there are different types of private schools. And, you know, it's not TV, just, they're like, everybody wears a blazer, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, everybody has a bunch of, uh, has like an obnoxious, like headmaster or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so, right. And then, and here's the problem is that I went to a school where everyone actually wore blazers and ties. So it does feel like that mm-hmm. is what's up, but but we'll we'll get into the more diverse portrayal. So you would say that that's something that is missing from the portrayal of private schools in in television is that there are ones where they're not just in the getups with the headmaster and the yeah, where they act like it's college, like junior, it's like um, a miniature college. You know, mm-hmm. some Although, of them are actually more like 
just normal high schools. So yeah. why, why do you think, um, why do you think that, that private schools are often used as a setting for mm-hmm. really insane plots that could yep. never happen in real life? So I have a theory. Okay. Let's hear it. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. So we agree that the plots in a private school are often wildly more insane than when they're yeah. a public school, except yeah. for Riverdale. That's the only except exception. <laughs> um, so in the United States, I don't know numbers in Canada, but in the U.S., for um, private schools, the um, minority percentage of people go to private schools, right? And I think I read somewhere something like, I don't know, let's say, 10, we'll, we'll be generous and say 20%, but I think it's like 10%. And people who go to schools like um, Welton Academy from, what was that, Dead Poet Society, I think, or mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and like um, the school in Gossip Girls, those kind of schools, fewer than 2% of the U.S. population go to those types of schools. Oh, wow. That is the reason that I think private schools are settings for ridiculousness is because um, so few people actually know about private schools, like know the private school experience, the authentic experience that creating something in that space they can do whatever they want, right? They have like artistic license because people aren't going to question the veracity of it. That's a really good point. I always thought it, honestly, I always thought it was like succession for kids. Like they just basically like trash. They're like, oh, these kids are obviously rich. So let's, Uh we can, we can say and do what we want of what kind of like with succession or sort of like, we don't really, you know, everybody loves to hate everybody on succession and they don't, nobody cares about them. You know, they don't have souls because they're rich and, you know, which we can, that's a completely different subject, but, but I, you know, I figured like, oh, well they can take down these sort of rich kids in all these different ways in these shows because oh look they're privileged they're fine but i also think to that point and to cedra's point no one really know if it's if it's two percent right because there was the kids 10%, yes, obviously there were rich no kids at our school but there was a lot with... of kids who didn't have money at our school also or just right. you and know it was a prep school or just were middle class or or, or didn't right. have money there they but Canada, but the cost of canadian private schools is very different than in the u.s yeah, no, which is like a whole other thing um but but I think I think Cedra's right. No one it does feel like this secret society that mm-hmm. nobody really knows what goes on. And so we just make up all this wild, mm-hmm. all these wild stories. And if you look at pop culture, you'd think that most of them are vampire academies, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> or again, secret societies murdering people. So I mean, it, it's when we get into what types but, of private schools are out there, and I did my research, I just I couldn't list all of the supernatural ones because I think most of them are just for supernatural teens or like mutants or vampires or werewolves or like who knows. And like, why do all these supernatural kids only go to private schools? I guess so they can use their powers. Um, Well, I I think the taxpayers are like probably a little bit touchy about paying for a fancy school for Wolverine. Like why? You know, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. Wolverine should have access to public education. 100%. But but I but I think then I are we saying that have... mutants don't get access to public education because no, they have different no, needs? No, it's no, it's because they were well because they, they might were, burn a hole through a wall with their eyeballs. In some cases, they were there. treated badly. But I think mm-hmm. honestly, the public school system should make reasonable accommodations for mutants of all <laughs> levels. Alpha and the the you know the what if they're vampires ones? and they're gonna a need to go to school at night and b eat everyone? I have, that depends on which rules of vampires you're going by. But if you needed to provide a lightless atmosphere for certain students to be able to attend your public school, I feel like that is 
definitely a, a reasonable accommodation that public schools should make. <laughs> Do I think that the public school should also be teaching like power use and like how to channel wait, your- This is a great, wait, sorry. And not that I don't want to hear about the mutants, but this is a great point of- and, and teacher can absolutely tell us, you know, is the, there's many advantages of private school, obviously, but is one of the biggest in terms of the creativity in terms of curriculum or the, you know, mutant type classes you can have. Yeah, yeah. And I took ballroom dancing, for example. Right. Do you know what I mean? And sort of the stepping away from is that you know, making traditional... a face like we're making this worse. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I, certainly from a, um, the perspective of uh, teachers, absolutely. Teachers work at private schools because they have more freedom to be creative in the classroom. And I think families go to private schools because they feel well, to your point about succession, that they have more control over what their children do learn, right? Because they're not subject to the school board. And so that's why people go to say like religious schools, right? Because the school right. reflects their family values. Right, um, right. So mm -hmm. yeah, there is more creativity. And I guess that means you might have a vampire in your class. Yeah, this is great. So, sense. so Let's move into buy, rent, meh, because now we're going to really have to make some decisions. So Cedra, the way buy, rent, meh works is it's a rating system that we use on the podcast, much like back in the day in the 80s or 90s, when you might go to a video store uh, or, or when you have the opportunity to watch a video, you could buy it, which is a very big deal to yeah. buy a video. I mean, you know, that was a big deal. It was a lot of money. You didn't own a lot of them. You could rent it for a few bucks, which still required quite a bit of an effort and you did want to see it, but not enough that you were going to then spend the money to own it. And it's not going in the permanent collection. And then meh is a little bit interpretive. Meh doesn't mean it's horrible and you hate it. Meh could be like, I'll put it on in the background. Meh could be, I'm definitely would rather, you know, read a book than watch it. So you can interpret the meh how you'd like. So we rate things according to if it's a buy, a rent, or a meh. But you can only use each of the rate of like the each one of them once in, okay. in a round. So I'm gonna give you three choices, which is your buy, which is your rent, which is your meh. So everyone here, if you had to attend one of these, if you had to attend these fictional private schools, give us your buy rent and meh. These are all prep schools. This round is prep schools. And your choices are. The, the school from Cruel Intentions, the prep school from Cruel Intentions, where, you know, you got Reese Witherspoon Brian, and Brian Phillippe and Selma Blair and Sarah Michelle Geller, they're all going there. That one, I believe, from my research was called Manchester Prep. I didn't know what it was called, but just the school from Cruel Intentions, that prep school. Uh, one we've already mentioned quite a bit on the pod today, the Gossip Girl, Constance Billard, or Slash St. Jude's, or both, depending on, on which season of the show you're going. And uh, and another prep school, which we we haven't had a chance to talk enough about, but Bel Air Academy from Fresh Prince. Now, I will leave it to you if you want to discuss the original Bel Air Academy from the original show, or if someone's been watching the reboot and you want to, you know, talk about it in terms of the reboot, you can bring that up. But um, so so who would I like wish, to kick us I off? wish Fresh Prince that was um part of my best adapted description, but it was not. <laughs> That actually would have been a that actually probably would have been a good one. I mean, I guess it should have worked it in there. There's an there was an air. They were blazers. Yeah, they did work. I mean, that's why I brought mm -hmm. it up. They were and it is a prep school, you know. Carlton's uh Carlton's going there. All right. So Shy, Lily, Cedra, who wants it? Uh, okay, so uh, let me go first here. I am going to 
well, I'm gonna well, I'm gonna buy Bel Air Academy, and the reason why I'm gonna buy Bel Air Academy is because I no feel like it's gonna try you... and murder you or have an orgy with you. <laughs> that seems like you're safe from from orgies and yeah, and murder. I, I, I also think that if you look at the arc of what Bel Air Academy went through by Will going to the school. And um, and the, it is true. the the change in the learning that the students did then again in the ham handed 90s way. Right. About right. black culture. There's a lot of really interesting stuff. If you go back and look at about appropriation, about the difference between him and Carlton. And then one of the episodes that always sticks out for me is the one where Aunt Viv, original Aunt Viv, of course, original Aunt Viv comes and is a guest teacher of black history. And there's this yeah. tension between her and Will. I believe it's a tension between her and Will of of studying and living the history and, and sort of the young person who is sort of immersed in the in the modern culture of it, but her being a very learned person and him not knowing the history as well. And so I think Bel Air Academy, and, and while I haven't heard great things about the new show, I think Bel Air Academy, like if I look at its like impact on me and what it was trying to do, whether or not you know, you agree with it. I think Bel Air Academy agree with how it was executed again in the 90s. I think Bel Air Academy has a lot to tease out. Next, I'm gonna I'm gonna rent Manchester Prep and Cruel Intentions because I would risk being murdered to make out with Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> and <laughs> third, uh, Gossip Girl, because I have never seen a minute of that show. And at this point. I'm you definitely, I don't think you would have done well at that school. No. Right. So, so that's what, good. that's, 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 that's my answer. Cedra Lily, who wants to go next? Cedra, you go up. Okay. So, uh, Shai, thank you for uh, that uh, analysis of of Bel Air Academy. I've got to look up that episode with Aunt Viv. I don't remember that one. Though, um, I'm only going to rent Fresh Prince, though, because the episode that uh interesting it bothered me so much this is a a, a, maybe a future podcast for you folks the way they talk about college when people on tv apply to college it's the stupidest thing will applied to princeton and then (laughs) by the end of the episode the guy was like i'm going to recommend your admission to princeton that's not how college admission works but anyway um Um, that's fair because you deal with this all the time and that being misrepresented is doing a disservice. It really is. And then the whole basketball thing was annoying, but okay. Um, so I'm going to rent fresh prints. I am going to meh, uh, cruel intentions. Um, Oh my God, I can't believe she's buying that there. This is amazing. And then the reason (laughs) I'm going to buy the gossip girl. I can't wait to hear this because I watched that entire show. I didn't finish watching like I'm not well, a, I am watching I'm the not reboot afraid now the XOXO gossip oh, ha- oh, I haven't seen the reboot I, okay. but I've watched the original but I'm gonna buy it because I read the books oh my gosh what, what were those like in live time um because I was teaching high school at the time and my students were reading them and then I just would get free gossip girl books from my wealthy private school students so amazing I'm all amazing. about you know I gotta watch the representation the either film or movie uh or tv representation of books that I read so I'm buying it that's fantastic. That's, that's really? awesome. I, and just a Wait. fact check here, just to just to let everyone know, the episode that I'm referring to is season one, episode 17, yeah, I was looking the at Ethnic it, yeah. Tip, and it is described as Will proposes a Black history class be instituted at Bel Air Academy and gets surprised when Aunt Viv uh, arrives to teach it. And that, I, I mean, I saw that when it came out in 1991, and clearly I still remember that episode. It had an impact on me. So 
Um, so yeah, so ch that check that out. Uh, but I, interesting gossip girl is your is your place, Cedra. That is that you just made Lily's year. Yeah, because, I like New York I, too. So yeah, I, I mean, I would have said gossip girl because of the clothes. Like, and they have to wear uniforms, but they judge them up so much. I don't really get the rules of the uniforms because they're never really actually wearing the ties. They just have to seem to have them around their waist. They don't have to be around their neck. I don't know. But the 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 whole clothes thing. Um, yeah, it, it was, yeah, that's. And then obviously Bel Air, because that would be, that would just be fun to go there. If like, imagine if Will was in your class, I mean, that'd be amazing. And then, um. I'm definitely too afraid to go to as much as I'd want to make out with Ryan Phillippe. I'm a hundred percent too afraid. But to he, to you school. wouldn't even be able to, because he's dead by the time you get there. Doesn't he die? He spoiled the movie. Does he die? Yes. And she was like, he actually gets like hit by him. yeah. I don't know. He gets, like, I just remember that it's and then like they... he, he. That's the John Malkovich role in the original, and I just yeah. don't see him in that. A role. There's an original. Dangerous liaisons. Liaisons. And which also, by the way, and Valmont, which also is the same movie. I okay. think it's well, it's a, it's a it's a famous story. Uh, moving on. Okay, if you, okay, now a whole the whole cat. There's a whole category of of private schools that are boarding schools, which we touched on a little bit. We're talking about school ties and Dead Poets Society, but we didn't really get to dig into it. So I'm going to propose three boarding schools. Which one? Would you attend Byron Meh School Ties, St. Matthew's School from School Ties, Dead Poet Society, which is the Welton Academy, and then the third one, a boarding school. This is like a little on the edge here from the book slash movie Never Let Me Go. If you haven't seen it, it's a great it's movie, like, beautiful movie. It's technically a boarding, a boarding school, school. It's like an orphanage boarding school. Then right. there's a little orphanage. So depressing. School. Can I and just switch that out school. for the school from Sky High? Sure. Where sure. Bruce Campbell is the gym teacher. Okay. Homer. Sky high. We can change that. Although it's not a boarding school. No, no. I mean, you can pick that one for you, but I don't, I mean. But you this already needs said, to be a boarding I don't know school. Sky high. They have to sleep there. It's, it's sky high a boarding school? No, it's not a boarding Oh, you're right. It's not a boarding oh, school. So I would think, think of a third boarding school. Oh, yeah. Only Eden Hall school. from Mighty Ducks 3. I mean. Okay, I, perfect. Eden I, Hall. I think is the, for... under, the criminally underrated third part of the Mighty Ducks trilogy. Okay. Well, we know which one you're definitely Mighty Duckies. That's really cute. I wrote that. Mighty oh, Ducks if you 3. look up boarding school movies, Never Let Me Go is on there. That's legit. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying Never Let Me Go. I just, but, but just so you know, it Never Let Me Go. They they just grow clones of people to then later harvest right. their organs. Or it's a really they're just at the school to, to give to up their organs. It's um. All right. But anyway, so school ties, Dead Poet Society, Mighty Ducks, <laughs> three. Our, our school's um, not like that. I promise. Okay, I'm going to go first. I'm going to say I'm going to buy Dead Poet Society because I'm always looking for an inspirational mentor and teacher. I'm going to um, rent. Does he get fired? But he's still Does inspirational. Um, and I And I really like a good rigorous academic program. I really think that's going to be my top priority. Second is going to be- Wait, could I have gone there if, if he didn't do homework? No, Shai cannot go to any of these schools because he doesn't yeah. do homework. He doesn't do homework. But he, he just has to be able to act like I don't. He gets the best. He couldn't grades, go, but he, he just has to be able to test well. do homework. You tested well. I feel like no, this I, podcast you, is a, you, a revenge I've, plot for you because this podcast gives you so much homework that I, you're doing more homework you've ever done. I love 
how your weird perception of me. First of all, testing was not my strength. Homework, I was not into doing until the last minute unless it was something I was really into. But you have, it's funny, your little perceptions of your older brother. Tess was not my strong. I think because we could just hear mom every single day yelling at you to do your homework. <laughs> That's, I liked watching shows. And it worked out quite well. Uh, then I'm going to rent Eden Hall, which is a bit of truly a rent for me because while I'm not into sports and that seems to be a big focus of the school, there does seem to be the opportunity to travel, right? Don't they have to like travel with the team and go? Or is that the second I mean, they one where they go to Iceland? Other schools. Is that when they go to Iceland or is that the second one? Or they play against Iceland? That's, they go to like that's the, Mighty the... Ducks too. Ah, uh, so and it's a real tie for Matt between school ties and Eden Hall because I don't want to go to school with a bunch of like outed anti-Semites. You know, that's 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 <laughs> like a bit it's a bit rough. It's a bit <laughs> obvious. So then I guess in that case, I'll rent Eden Hall and then I'll have to miss school ties. As much, you know what? I might go to school ties just so I could get together with the young Brandon Frazier. Cause that that's truly my, uh, my middle school heartthrob, my middle school heartthrob right there is Brendan Frazier. I mean, uh, Jewish who, Brendan Frazier. That's, that's a good deal. Yeah. And a Jewish Brendan Frazier. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. Ooh, school ties just eat its way to a buy. All right. You're like, I will brave the anti the uh, the open anti-Semitism in the hallways just for a chance. Shy's willing to brave murder so he can get Sarah Michelle Geller. Um, Cedra, so Jewish, you, by the way. I guess a- there we go. Common theme. Do you have? Uh, are you ready to go, or do you need a moment? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're. I mean, school ties has so many problems. Except, <laughs> I used to teach school ties. To my students. Oh, oh yeah. Really? Oh, tell us. Cool. Tell us. Tell us. I love that. And I'll tell you. And the anti-Semitism is horrible, of course, right? And the representation is the the sort of re- reality of it is ridiculous. Like that dude uh, from Scranton coming senior year at the last minute. I'm like, really? Like that? Okay, that doesn't really work. Um, Even to beat the rival school, what was it no, called? The like football team. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. And and nobody knew uh, that he was Jewish. Mm-hmm. Well, a um, few of the we just rewatched it. A few of the elders of the organization knew, but they hushed it. Right. But the cool thing about school ties, aside from the fact that I would teach it to my students they apply, about they, they apply to college properly. Well, it, they probably <laughs> did. But um, I, I I taught it as a novel um, when I in a class that was on um, people taking on different identities. So a lot of passing. And the question was like whether he was passing or not. Right. And so he oh, was passing, he wasn't Jewish. But then I was like, you know, is lie by omission versus sort of actively lying his Judaism. Um, but come on, it was Matt Damon, uh, Brandon Frazier, Chris, Chris, Chris O'Donnell. O'Donnell. I mean, everybody's guy. in it. Yeah, so, Ben Affleck is like an extra in that movie. He's yes, like a low, yes. low, low level yes. guy in that movie. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to meh that, although the story warrants matting, if that's a verb. Um, sure. Yeah, it is I a verb. Mean, it is. Yeah. And I'm like you, Becky, Be- uh, school tie, school ties. Um, Dead Poet Society. Yes, I want to be inspired too. Captain, my captain, or Captain, mm-hmm. oh, Captain, whatever. Captain, captain my captain, 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 my captain. You know, I mean, you want to stand on a desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know anything about the Mighty Ducks one or two. I don't think you're missing well, very much. I think you're missing. Mean, I don't want to go to, I mang that school because the teacher's an anti vaxxer. <laughs> no, he, first I'm of all, Emilio Estevez is the teacher in that school. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's Coach Orion. 
<laughs> Do the kids have to learn There's to no, work he, for a new he coach? He got kicked off of the show. He was on the show and he got kicked off for not getting vaccinated. I don't know what to say. Hey, hey, you know what, though, folks? I was thinking you asked, uh, um, you were talking earlier about uh, why so many private schools. Uh, the other, and we talked, and I agree with you, um, Lily, about the sort of we love to hate them or, right, mm-hmm. with succession right, and, right, with and the money and, um, mm-hmm. and billions too. Um, but right. also in a lot of the sh- movies with private schools, there's the other, right? So school ties, you've got the Jewish guy. Right. Um, um, well, Bel Air Academy, you've got Will. Even Carlton, you could say, but but Will is your person that you're seeing the school through, and 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 in some ways, Robin Williams is the guy you're really seeing the Dead Poets Society school through. Right, and he's, he's an yeah, he yeah, and, so, and like and, he gets um, fired, right? He's doing something different. There's this somebody and, who does right. it, right? And it's pick- Dan and the sister in Gossip Girl who aren't rich and right, blah blah blah. They're the outliers well, of the school. Yeah, I think there's an opportunity to um, for the filmmaker to explore difference right and sort of not fitting in which of course people love to talk about in teen movies right. and all movies right. but in all of the and uh yeah it's like some kind of integration either a girl integrating a boys school a jewish person sneaking into mm-hmm. the hallowed mm-hmm. grounds of saint matthews or whatever mm-hmm. anyway so I, I i haven't quite finished the thesis there but there's something about the other that's a great point in, mm-hmm. this in terms of this too. setting too yep. because yep it provides an opportunity to put a fish out of water right the homogeneity or the supposed right. fake homogeneity of wealthy right. white christian people at these schools right. then you throw in a jew you throw in a black person you throw in a right. poor kid you gotta you gotta remember the poor kid from the ghetto that gets the full scholarship too like in right. finding forrester do you all haven't seen uh, you know what okay. yeah. Yeah. that was yeah, in talking about prep schools that was actually one of the the ones i was thinking about putting on the list is is that one because that's a really interesting one as well the finding and in the blind side is it a is it a private school no no but it's it's, that's more about getting him into college it's a it's a high school i think it's a public oh i don't know but it's a it's one of those public schools where the football team is what matters so that right i I guess in a way it's anyways but it's still homogeneity like yeah. isn't that school yeah. pretty yeah it's the, i think it the, is the rich white, white family takes in right. uh what's mm-hmm. his name so right uh, from the ravens oh my god he's a hall of famer okay Na- name just escaped uh, my i will look it up but well, that's a really uh, great point too now we didn't get a chance to talk too much about the fact that actually most private schools in movies and tv are for I mean we we did talk about it a lot at the beginning are for mutants and vampires and supernatural folks and it's quite a long list actually if you start googling private schools and movies it's hilarious how many of them are for I don't know I don't want to say non-humans I mean they're humans but wait but all four of us went to private school so what are you saying I listen we don't talk about our superpowers openly on the pod regularly but we have them. Um, okay, tries Lil- his ability to watch TV while he's sleeping and then retains some of the information. <laughs> it's amazing. The um, mundane powers. We have, we have, that is true. We have extremely mundane powers. Um, Lily, Lily cooked up a little game here of sorts. A quiz game, perhaps, of sorts, Cedra? Yeah. We're going to ask you to match the professor, that match the teacher to the fantastical private school. So I'm going to name, Lily, how do you imagine playing this? Okay. I don't want to. So 
So, okay, so we have Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters, which is X-Men, and that's back to the mutant conversation. And there was the drama of whether, you know, they can be mainstreamed with other kids because they can blow holes through walls and, you know, maybe like stab someone with their fingernails. Or so in suck this, the life out of someone if they right, touch them. So, so in this school, it's just for mutants. Then there's Hogwarts, obviously the famous Hogwarts from Harry Potter. And then um, Vampire Academy, which is apparently an actual school from a movie, but I feel like there's so many vampire high schools. I mean, is Vampire Academy a show? No, it's a movie that I believe is based on a book, Shy. And the only reason I haven't seen Vampire Academy, but I've listened to the How Did This Get Made episode. (laughs) I've listened to the How Did This Get Made episode about Vampire Academy, which I highly recommend. And I think the school has a name, but I'm just calling it Vampire Academy. That's the name of the movie. Okay, so you have to guess which teacher goes to either vampire school, Hogwarts, or mutant school. Xavier's School for Gifted Youngsters. Okay. All right, so first up is... This is procedure, right? Because, like... Yes, obviously, Shai. Nobody's asking you to play this game. (laughs) So we have Victor Daskoff. Hmm... Uh, are you going to name all of them or you're just going to no, give her one I'm name? Do one. I could, I mean, yeah. Well, then the last on. one, if she gets them all, okay, go ahead. Okay, well, he's not, the, not. He's not the Hogwarts thing. Uh, that sounds very, um, can I suck your blood-ish? Okay. okay, ding, ding, ding. She's right. Okay, next is Jean Grey. Well, and who's the other third teacher? Oh. So it's Jean Grey and then Horace Slughorn. Okay. So Jean Grey is not Harry Potter. Ding, 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 ding. She's <laughs> so a mutant. What, uh, X, what's that? One of the X-Men. X-Men. Things. But it's X-Men not a very school. mutiny sounding name. I mean, I'm just no, saying. No, but Slug, but the other guy. I was guy trying to throw is, her off. But the, other, off. but the other one is very. I'm going to tell you something. I cannot tell you how many of those fucking teachers I looked through <laughs> on the Harry Potter wicker, wiki teacher list because none, a single one of them has a name that you wouldn't think is magical. <laughs> so forget it. Ah, like okay. yeah, they're it all like <laughs> slug bottom fluffer tougher whatever the fuck like are there any Lily, seriously Lily picked one. three things the reason why Lily like magical bustier is Lily picked three things that she doesn't know the answer to she, she's never seen are there okay. women yeah. are there female teachers at, at hogwarts school yeah, yeah but they're all McGonagall. like mcgonagall and oh right and okay umbridge or nutter or something umbridge uh, yeah, they were not. All right. I, I well, want to, yeah. I want to thank Cedra. I, I obviously me. never, I'm not into Harry Potter. You can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank Cedra for doing this dive with us into the private, uh, private swimming pool club, private school <laughs> conversation. Um, and we, before we close out, can we just give some, if there's any honorable mentions of private schools we haven't talked oh about. Oh my gosh, yes. There's honorable so mentions. I have to give an honorable mention to Rushmore. That's probably my favorite private school. That Fun is fact, all- Aaron yeah. Hiller and his brother who went to Jewish camp with us were re- or were, went to the school where it was filmed and in the scene where they're in the wrestling, there's two like meathead guys that look like each other wrestling in the background. And then yeah. Aaron, That's of amazing. course, is now 
like senior staff on the judiciary committee and like a genius. That's so, incredible. You know. I hope that's the first line in his bio um, was a featured <laughs> extra in Rushmore where he attended high school, because I would say I, I really do have affinity for that movie, for that school. I feel like our school actually was probably the more serious version of Rushmore Lily, yeah. but not, not too far off. So Rushmore is my honorable mention. Hey, hey what's the school from Gilmore girls? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't know that's gonna appear on any list. Is that right. a public school? A private school? Oh, yeah, of course she, she, got, she goes she got, in the middle of the she goes to school like in October and right, has and to she like, has, pay the money and go right away because that happens she, all the time. Oh, right. She switches to the fancy private school and that's you know yeah, I don't where know where she makes all the I didn't really watch the show, but that's that that's a, a huge thing. You watched it. That's yeah, a huge thing that she yeah, goes to Chilton, Chilton, Chilton Preparatory. No, Chilton. Yeah, Chilton, not, Chilton. That sounds sure. nice. I watched four Chilton. seasons and ran out of steam. It is a, there's a lot of real, talking. Lot of it's talking based on a show. real Connecticut prep school named Choate, Rosemary Hall. Okay. All right. All right. So that's a good honorable mention. Anybody else have any other honorable yeah, mentions? So I have two. One is for my kids. I gotta I gotta give some love to Oradon Prep. Uh, which is from the descendants, which is where all of the children of the heroes from the Disney classics go. And then they're the kids from the other side of the ocean that are lived on an island where they're trapped. That, like that, my are kid. The, that are the kids of <laughs> the like... evil of the evil people and the evil kids come on like a scholarship or something to Oradon prep, but they also discover the things that are all wrong with Oradon prep. Anyways, it's an excellent musical trilogy. And oh, also the bad school or however you want to say it from scent of a woman ali and i just had fun talking about the bears we kept That's imitating the, the way he says a bad pacino. man but you know because it was I always filmed thought that was a university or a college it, i don't remember was, that was high school it was filmed at emma willard where ali's friend orly went fun fact oh. in troy new york and then mine that i hadn't thought about until we talked about we came up with this idea for this episode Rudge Park Comprehensive, which is the private school from the in-betweeners. Which oh, is show private? Oh, is that school yes, private? of course. Sure. So if you ever have a chance to go see, this is a wow, this is a great that's show. Probably more show. like your high school shot. <laughs> darkly funny. Darkly in-betweeners funny is a British show. That's great. Um so now, now we can wrap up. We've done our honorable mentions. Yes, nothing left on the table those, here. Those are mine. All right. Um, so before we say goodbye, we like to around Cedra and everybody give a recommendation of something they are watching or that just in general that you love lately. So I, I finally, I finished After Party. Today, I watched- No spoilers, the, no spoilers. Watched, watched the finale and I will say nothing other than I completed it since I am not allowed to even show- no, no, because okay. I'm having so much fun watching this show and guessing no all the time. Emissions. But I have such a reaction after you finish it. I need to do a reactions app. I have so many reactions. Um, and I started on HBO, Our Flag Means Death, which is a new show with that like Taika Waititi, he executive produced it and he directed the first episode. I and already with, said, don't stop ignoring the trailers for things I send you. No, I mean, I'm also aware of it. It's with, I think the the guy Murray from Flight of the Concords, Reese Darby, I think that's Oh, yeah, 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 that looks I mean, amazing. That's the I mean, name of that show where he plays a pirate. 
Pirate Gentleman. Pirate, pirate oh my Gentleman. God. That show, I'm dying pirate to watch. Gentleman. I'm dying and to I have watch to tell you, show. the first episode is so discombobulating because it's so weird. And you're just like, oh yeah, Taika. But like back to, it feels like Taika would TD back to his like roots of extremely weird stuff that he would make. And, oh. and I just, and it warms my heart and it makes me so happy and I've been savoring it. So I've only seen the first two of three episodes because by the end of the second episode, I was just like, oh, it's so good to be back in this place with with him and all of his very eccentric characters and actors. But he, someone else created it. He's just the EP, but it's someone else. Uh, I don't know who the creator is, but it's it's so fantastic. And Reese Darby is hilarious in every moment of that show. Uh, so that's what I'm watching. Shy? Cedra? Cedra? Oh, Cedra? Cedra, what are you watching? This is um, the, the smooth so, handoff back to Shy to wrap this oh, up. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, uh, I love Shy go last. We'll do Cedra and Lily and then Shy. All right. I, much like I listen to um, 80s and 90s music all the time, I'm always re-watching stuff because I, I, I need, I'm supposed to be doing other work, so I can't put something on new. I put something on well, the background. Because then, then it would count. Right, as, it counts. It's sort as, of like eating food off of other people's plates, you know, like that doesn't count agreed. for calories. It isn't an yeah. excellent, you know, you know what, guys, we haven't even really, we, we try to go very deep into the, what it, like, TV watching experiences, there's dessert shows, and there's Ooh. there's show appetizers. Right. But we have not really touched on the procrastination show. Ooh. And I think Cedra's really onto something, is that when you can't, like, legally, you're not allowed to put on something that's new, right. so it right. doesn't count as you're watching something. Nope, nope. nope. So, so I don't watch Curb Your Enthusiasm category. all the time. Mm-hmm. Like just, <laughs> just like one little episode maybe or two. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't watch The Wire. I've been watching it like that every I year. find that's so intense. How could you I know, but I've watched that? it so many times that it's not watching it. Oof, wow. Um, right now I'm watching The Gilded Age. I don't love it, but I just want to see what's going to happen now. You know how that happened? It did not get good reviews. No, it did not. But I want to know what's going to well, happen. Once you're in it, you kind of have to yeah. see it. Through. And I'm interested in that time period. And then what's that Japanese movie? Um, the car movie with the red sob. Uh, uh, I'll have to look it up while oh, we're talking. But it's, it's I do not know. Yeah, it's got great reviews. And I started watching it today, but I realized I wasn't supposed to be watching anything. So I had to turn it off. So I will watch <laughs> it when I'm allowed to watch a new movie. I'll, I'll play the name in one second. Shy, okay. you got something great, I know. Very cool. Um, okay, so I finished the first part of the season finale uh, of the series finale of Ozark. I don't know if Shy and Becky don't watch that show, but wow, that was it's it's a it's was I am it, really is it worth me starting it because I like I've been I, I have really finished dark. It's, it's very dark. Sean, Vlad you, loves it. Vlad absolutely loves it, but it's pretty it, dark. I'm very he says invested. it's incredible. I'm very invested because I like have a deep connection. I feel like like the character, like you get to love you have a the deep characters. connection to these extremely horribly corrupt people that make terrible choices like, and do awful things. Yeah, you end up yeah. getting really. I think we you get need really a different episode therapy episode to discuss that. Okay, I just think that people who watch the show are definitely attached to many of these. Like I, okay. I would say, at the very All least, right. take, a few of take these us characters. through take us through the rest of your so videos. so. Yeah, I would say that um, I'll let you know, Shai. I haven't finished it because we're waiting for the second part to come out. And um, Inventing Anna, I'm highly enjoying that. I read the article when it came out um, years ago and then read the other, read the Vanity Fair article and was um, just super 
yeah, like, a, and again, Julia Garner from Ozark is in this and mind blown. She's amazing. It is good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Didn't get great so reviews fun. though. Yeah, but you know what? I like, sometimes I just do not give a shit. I'm enjoying watching it, you know? And what's her name from Veep and My Girl? Oh, her name is Anna Chums. Anna Klumsky. She's Clum- awesome. She's so good. She's pregnant in the show back. And she's like constantly like, looks so uncomfortable. And her back is always hurting. And she's always complaining. And I just looked at my husband and I was like, that's an accurate portrayal. She looks miserable. She looks fucking miserable. I'm like, that is real. That's what it's like. For the record, Allie felt great throughout. All right. Allie's the exception to the rule. Allie would like ran her marathon and was like, oh, who wants to go to like spinning? That's Allie. No one else is like that. Allie's favorite food is broccoli. I mean, I don't want you want me to tell you. Clearly she's an alien, Shy. Then um, Love on the Spectrum on Netflix. If you want to have feelings, if you want to feel connected to your feelings, Sometimes and touch I, your soul. I don't want to feel and just right. Shy doesn't want to feel anything. But if you want to feel something real, I recommend you watching that show because it's about beautiful people looking for love with their beautiful families supporting them. And it is, I, I just I can't even. The first season I watched and Becky and I were texting constantly. And the second season is you're really behind. Love Love on the Spectrum season two has been out for months. I watched it months. Yeah, ago. I wasn't emotionally ready. And I just oh. watched it and I I couldn't I couldn't couldn't stop. It's so good. Why did I, I recommend think blood on the spectrum? I was looking <laughs> that up. I That's was like about amazing. menstruation. That's it's another about, reality show. Levels of menstruation. No, it's love, love. Period. Exactly. It's love on the spectrum. It's so good. Um, on Netflix, Modern Love, which I really liked on Amazon Prime. I've only seen one episode, the one with Kit Harrington and Lucy Boynton, who literally, I can watch Lucy Boynton do anything. If she went to a prep school, I want to go to that prep school. <laughs> she is such a great actress and she's so cute. Which movie um, are you talking about now? It's Modern Love. It's the based oh, on but the, the, but, oh, New but, York but Times. The new, okay, but like this is the new season. series of of episodes. Yeah, got it. And I, I only watched the one. Lily, you have her, a very is, long list. You're gonna have to hurry up. It's it's good. They're just like strangers on the train or something. That episode was really cute. The rescue on Disney about the, the you mentioned that the Thai kids. Yeah, that one's amazing. The after party. Um, I'm so excited to re- to watch Space Force. And then I told Becky that Mozart on the Jungle was back, but it had been so long, it's not back. Yeah, <laughs> I figured remember. that out on my own, and I was very Sorry. irritated with Sorry. you. And so then you just my, like you're like, mom, you saw the box. Yeah. On she Amazon just told Prime. me. It was she so told embarrassing me, like, that I couldn't even admit it. How the show is back, and then I'm trying to find the new season. Like I, I didn't even admit it to you. I didn't even write you. To I be sit like, down so one day to be like, oh my I was like, god, well, maybe I can't she'll forget this. And I'm like, that show was canceled three years ago. It was canceled, officially I canceled. So, I got so excited. Is that, and is then, that the one like, with Robert Downey Jr. and no, nobody, and uh, nobody Jamie Foxx plays the guy? The No, but it sounds like a no. great show. No, this is with Gael Garcia Bernal. 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 Anyways, and, it was, and then my old. horror-obsessed mother-in-law made us watch Dr. Sleep. Ooh. The, the, which, the Shining sequel. Oh, yeah, That's the Shining sequel. How was that? Got terrible reviews, but you know what? not bad i really if you have to watch a horror movie i don't know lily animals? did you quit your job in the last week who has this much time to watch this no, no, no. Like, i, I, I have to take issue with I, josh said this Mine. to me earlier today when i was talking about all the things i was doing he's like oh someone has a lot of free time in their hand you know what you never can stop, make never time stopping. for important things never stop never stopping 
Watching shows is important. <laughs> Don't give Lily a hard time. I'm so proud of this her. This is not in one week. I I'm appreciate proud of that, you, Shai. This I'm is proud over of you. This two is, weeks at least. But or a commitment. C drop probably has other people she wants to spend time with. <laughs> Anyways, I feel like it's a really good Rex. List. I really had to I had to go deep on my Rex. I'm Those are really good Rex. I'm excited about this list. I'm going to watch I'm, some of the things I'm, on here. I'm extremely proud of you. Okay, so I'm going to start with a film I watched yesterday that also has complete, I mean, I'm done with critic reviews don't matter to me. It only matters if there is a critic whose opinion I like that I'm interested to know what they think of a film at the way I'm interested to know what Lily or Becky thinks, but it's not going to inform my only opinion because at this point, the whole, uh, the numberfication of critic reviews and aggregation is like the dumbest thing in the world. And, and also like critics get in these like hive mentalities and they say terrible things about good movies and good things about bad movies. And so enough already now, so this is a movie, and, and, and I don't know what was said about this movie. This movie does not have a particularly high Rotten Tomatoes uh, rating. This is called The Bronze, and I loved it. I give it a bye, 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 bye. I didn't really know anything about it starring Melissa Rauch, who is in The Big Bang Theory, which is not a show that I watched. But um, uh, uh, and, and from what I read, because I wanted to read all about this movie afterwards, this is a total departure from her regular character. It's about a, a washed up uh, gymnastics medalist. Gymnast, and it's a yeah. dark comedy with her and Sebastian Stan. And Sebastian Stan is creepy in this. And she is he's awesome so in this. And, he's so and good. I highly recommend this on Hulu right now. I think this is a super cool movie. And uh, Melissa Rauch, uh, I know she's, she's got like 2 million Twitter followers. So this is like me like saying like, hey, I heard of this person named Taylor Swift, right? Like this is <laughs> a very famous person. Um, but I had never seen any of her work, but I am thrilled that this is what I was really introduced to her too because this was she wrote it and it is fantastic uh super digging mythic quest on apple tv which is about this gaming company and i give the i told <clears> you <throat> to danny newman <clears throat> even though lily thinks she told me about You're, it i told lily, you about it three years ago however you pitched it to me all Doesn't danny matter. newman had to say is f murray abraham is in a tv show about a video game company with the guys from always sunny that's all it was. And then I'm in. But I will say, um, I will say um, there is like, the, it's a great ensemble and um, it's a great ensemble. And the show, I, I, you know, this is a funny dilemma. The show has an extraordinary amount of profanity in it. It's not vulgar, but the characters are just constantly bombing each other like all the time. But my kids walked in, in an episode that didn't have a lot of cursing. So we watched an episode and they immediately like, caught up in the story and the dilemmas of leadership within this company um, glad i have good taste yeah charlotte nick nick now nick dow which who plays poppy lee is like absolutely amazing i'd never seen her before she's the, the the chief engineer of the company this show is fantastic i absolutely love it so there's that uh after party super into that we saw the new scream the other night ali and i which was is a rent it was it was solid i I will say I I called the the killers <laughs> like I I I I didn't I didn't I was two for two very early on in this movie. Oh really? Um, I mean they they mess with you so there's parts where you're like well I guess not but if I had to put my money down from the opening scene I was like okay here's who I think did it. Um, and then American Auto on NBC is hilarious. It is a show. It's a it's just Superstore but it takes place inside the C suite 
of oh, a right, car right. company. Becky watched an episode with me the other day. I it, was losing it. It was really one of the funniest episodes I've seen in a long, long time. It the, was phenomenal. The, the lead actor, the lead character is the comms advisor to the CEO. So that to me is nothing like my current situation, but there's so many reminiscent things. And then I will say, talk about a fish out of water story. I think Resident Alien is one of the most fantastic studies yeah. of humanity on television and it's sitting on sci-fi so i'm sure people are like want a show about an alien but it is about people finding their humanity and it has tremendously rich characters particularly the women in that show are amazing sarah tomko and alice wetterland play the two main female characters who are the friends of the alien and and then alan tudyk is just genius so people should really (laughs) check that out you can see it on peacock if you don't get know where sci-fi is on your computer okay with that Dr. Cedra Smith, thank you so much for being here. Do you do you want people to follow you? Or is there like a, an Instagram, a Twitter, a phone number? Yeah, well. You can be mysterious. We have mysterious guests. I just don't post anything on my Instagram. I mean to, but I have not yet. So, uh, okay. yeah, yeah. So okay. folks, yeah, no. Okay, no. you just email, tweet at Becky. If you want to know more about Cedra, Becky, where can people follow you? At paper BK princess on Twitter. And quickly, I want to go back to the Japanese movie Cedra was talking about is called drive my car in case anyone is curious. Lily. You can follow me on Twitter. Chi Chi C H I C H I K Gomez on Twitter. That is my handle, unfortunately. And you can follow me at, pancake and the number four table that's pancake for table on twitter and instagram all the friday night movie shenanigans are at friday night movie on twitter and instagram sign up for our newsletter on friday night movie and either be excited for the south by southwest stuff that's coming or that has already dropped and and check out all the amazing stuff that that ali and i will have done at south by southwest the theme music is by what does it eat and uh, we will dance our way into the evening. Goodbye. Bye. Okay. to bring it up on let's, the pod let's but, let's yeah. i mean okay i'm gonna let it run for a second here let's just talk about buddies for a second so i think <laughs> I, have to, I have to go but three episodes three I seasons into success really? which i just watched this year Drowling i think today I, I think i think succession is a better show like i think three three seasons into succession i'm like really shy that's yeah. huge I, I mean i'm, a, like I'm an original watcher fans. of billions but like there's a lot of stuff and threads and billions after six seasons where you're like, eh. like you could go back and sit through some of the, some of the, some of it's great, but some of it is, yeah. but I love billions. I, I like succession also because I, and we've talked about this Lily. Like I think the backstories are much richer of those characters. Like 
there's no real backstory to Axe. He's just a villain who wants to make money. So you either like his charisma and wags and you like that they're materialistic or, you you know, and that and they're trying mm-hmm. to be rich or you don't. The right, succession right. guys are it's not very complex are stuck with their drive. circumstances kendall's rich right, right but he's the right. way he is because of things that you learn about the show so so that in itself makes succession i think more interesting show um and and billions falls back into that formula of right of, uh, of giamatti versus whoever he's chasing now that being said i think the reinvention of the show post acts with a villain that is more co- you know, made after a Bezos type character in season six was a brilliant move because I think the axe villain was no longer like what that that story was done. There's no question. That guy's the bad guy. There's nothing really to root for with axe because he was, but, but the, the Bezos type villain is a more what the villain as it's painted in pop culture is today, but also that guy has a more complex view of the world than Axe and a more complex view of himself and his virtuousness. Axe was just all about like revenge and having the most. But if you this were guy has season a God three complex. to season three, you're complaining season season six. You know, when we were knees deep in season three of Billions, it was still at its height. So uh, yeah. You compare season, season three four to season is the three. Best. On a, season- on another note before Lily has to hop off, Lily, the Droughtlander ends today. But I don't have stars. I have nowhere to watch this. I mean, I, should, I mean, the books are great, but I'm just saying it's very meaty. I okay. really feel like you need to give it. Yeah, I mean, it's not I like, like meaty. Lily's just talking mm-hmm. about the lead character that he's very like. He's he's just very meaty, the lead involved. character. But That's really but the love story is just you know literally timeless. And, um, and I don't recommend. Really I, do, I don't recommend the show because it's really an either love it or hate it show i think from what you so, said there's no like middle your, ground right i think you i think you'll like it odds are you'll i, I don't mean, know like this show i'll check it out maybe um check out check it out i, I hear the first season the, the first all the seasons but the new one is are on netflix 